Our top story for tonight, Calvin Ridley is on the block. That's right. We've got a decision point for the Jacksonville Jaguars still looming, but there's been some beat writers giving us insight into the mind of the Jacksonville Jaguars and the mind of Calvin Ridley giving us a lean. And these are the micro edges you want to be pursuing in your fantasy leagues. We're going to dive into the Calvin Ridley situation tonight. We're going to give you the hard-hitting facts. We're also going to offer some speculation, but the facts is what is leading to our thoughts on Calvin Ridley here on Player Profiler today. All that and more here in a moment. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So it's clear that Calvin Ridley was the wide receiver one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was being drafted that way in the 2023 offseason. And that hype kept building and building when there was offseason hype videos of him making great catches along the sideline. And we loved it. I was all in on Calvin Ridley this summer. I was taking him pretty easily in the third round. And... He disappointed a little relative to where we ultimately were drafting him. He ended up getting steamed up into the middle and back end of the second round of your fantasy drafts as you know, pick number 20, pick number 22, pick number 24 ends up being somewhere in that wide receiver 12 to wide receiver 18 range. Depends on who you were trying to draft at the time. But the news is that he disappointed. And now there's a decision to be made by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are they going to re-sign him, extend him for however long, a couple years? Calvin Ridley is 29 years old. And we see other free agents on the market, like Mike Evans, for instance, is 30 years old. And so the question is, what are the Jacksonville Jaguars going to do? Because there are implications if the Jacksonville Jaguars do sign Calvin Ridley to an extension, they have to give the Atlanta Falcons a second round pick, which is pretty expensive given that the Jacksonville Jaguars did not make the playoffs this year. They started hot, one of the hottest teams in the NFL, and then just woo, everything collapsed for them. The offensive line, Trevor Lawrence was injured. And we saw Christian Kirk dealing with injuries. He was out for a while. Uh, one of the shining spots on the offense was Evan Ingram. Props and shout out to Evan Ingram, who led all tight ends in targets and receptions this past year. And yes, Calvin Ridley overall disappointed. He did not pay off wide receiver 12 or 15 or wherever you drafted him, but he did finish as wide receiver 27 in fantasy points per game. He averaged 13.5 fantasy points per game, eight touchdowns, over a thousand receiving yards. He played 
the entire season. So really that per game average is not looking great. However, that is baked into his price right now. He is wide receiver 34 on underdog fantasy, and he finished as wide receiver 22 in best ball value rating. Worst comes to worst, there was actually an, an, an instance where what does it take for Calvin Ridley to be good? It took Zay Jones to be on the field because what was happening was these teams were actually collapsing on the deep threat that was Calvin Ridley without Zay Jones. You had to defend Zay Jones because someone else was not going to get it done. Like Tim Jones, that's not going to get it done for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars have a decision to make. And I'm getting some insight. The beat writers have been have been chirping at me behind the scenes. And also, there was a news article that just came out from Jeremy Fowler indicating that the Jaguars were leaning toward and want Calvin Ridley to return. There is a price tag, though, that second-round price tag. So you have to speculate at this point that there's there's got to be a way for the Jaguars to, to get up because – the Jaguars pay a third round pick if Ridley signs with the Jaguars after he doesn't re-sign, he tests free agency, and then comes back. They pay a third round pick, which is a significantly different take, right? Because the Jaguars, that's an entire round of differential. That's an enormous value. Now, it makes sense for Calvin Ridley to want to stay in Jacksonville ja with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He would have to learn a new system. He would have to uh, get new chemistry with the quarterback that he signs with. It could be a worse situation, even if he's paid good money this offseason. The reality is, is that Calvin Ridley, it makes most sense for him to return for him as well. This was the place where he got his fresh start, and he did have over a thousand receiving yards, his second most in his career. He also had the second most receptions and second most targets of his career in Jacksonville this past season. So there are reasons for both team, the team and Calvin Ridley to come together and make that happen. So Jeremy Fowler is reporting that the Jaguars want to make it happen, but Obviously, how much they're going to pay Calvin Ridley, that's what it comes that that's one of the pieces, sticking points. And also, what are they going to do with the other free agents? One of the big free agents that the Jacksonville Jaguars also want to return is defensive end Josh Allen, who is a, a great pa uh, pass rusher. He broke the franchise record with 17 and a half sacks, and he ranked number two in the league in sacks. So he was creating pressure. He was getting to the quarterback, being a difference maker. And keeping him is going to be a priority as well. So there's going to be a lot of behind-the-scenes talk that happens with Calvin Ridley. But right now, Calvin Ridley did enough for the Jaguars to now be considering him to return. This is news. There were a lot of chattering, talking heads about, oh, did Calvin Ridley do enough? Oh, he's rusty. Oh, he was disappointing this year. He did not live up to expectations, but he did not implode. And I think it's a similar scenario with Stefan Diggs, where he did not pay off his average draft position as a mid-first round pick. Diggs did not. 
but he didn't implode for us. Yes, he did not perform well near the end of the season, but he still gave us some really nice spike weeks at the beginning of the year and finished as wide receiver 17 in best ball value rating. That was Diggs. So Calvin Ridley, wherever he lands, I still think he's going to be in the top 24 of consideration. I think he is extremely undervalued in these ADP because if he lands somewhere, he is most likely going to be the number one receiver on the team. There are only going to be a few landing spots that can afford a Calvin Ridley type player and already have an alpha in play. So when I'm thinking about how I'm approaching this from a fantasy perspective is I am looking at drafting a lot of Calvin Ridley at wide receiver 34. That's his price tag right now. That's his average draft position on underdog fantasy. One of our partners use the promo code underworld, get a hundred, hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Great. So that is how we should approach this Calvin Ridley news. There are positive reports coming from reputable reporters on ESPN. Jeremy Fowler is an NFL.com you can look and see, and you have to assume like a lot of things are being back channeled behind the scenes. The, the agents, I know that there's not tampering time, but Calvin Ridley is not technically like a, a free agent, free agent. He still can negotiate with the team that he's signed to. So he is not fully entered into that yet. And we will look at what happens moving forward. This is a situation we are monitoring. However, it seems optimistic based on the reports that we are getting from the beat writers that Calvin Ridley will be a Jacksonville Jaguar. If I were to, I, I don't have, if we're playing the game right now, I would say more than a 70% chance that Calvin Ridley returns to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is not merely a coin flip. We need to be approaching it that way. But I would also be interested in how the Jaguars approach their wide receiver two position because Christian Kirk, mostly a slot receiver. Zay Jones is a free agent this offseason. And with Calvin Ridley expected to come back, right? Calvin Ridley, 23% target share, 36% air yard share, both ranked. The air yard share was 17th in the league. And the target share was 30th in the league. So still that number one wide receiver type. And we would have liked to see some more targets or more consistency from Calvin Ridley. But there, there's fair criticism. He was a little bit rusty last year. There were a couple more touchdowns that he could have come down with. And the unrealized air yards was partly his fault and partly Trevor Lawrence's injuries. Right, Calvin Ridley finished sixth among all wide receivers in unrealized air yards last year. So he comes down with just a little bit more. We are talking about a player poised for a major, major bounce back. And I'm in on Calvin Ridley at this ADP. You're getting him, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, at wide receiver 34. And that is at the end of the fifth round of your fantasy drafts right now. So I think round five, Calvin Ridley, especially if you go hero RB and you go with the power tight end, getting Ridley as your wide receiver three in fantasy, given the boom weeks that he's he's shown in the past, both on Atlanta and Jacksonville, we want to be drafting some Calvin Ridley at this point. All right. That is our top story for tonight. Calvin Ridley is 
most likely going to re-sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have a lot of optimism about Ridley returning. There's a lot of details and a lot of things. Things can go sideways between now and then, between when Calvin Ridley decision needs to be made, but there is a decision point. And this point is pointing in the direction of Ridley returning to the Jaguars. Okay. So that was our top story. More to come right after this promo for our Dynasty Dominator app. Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add tight end premium. It's incredible. Because it allows you to look up players, it allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer, so you'll never lose another Dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set, this is a win-now team, this is a rebuilding team, and then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side-by-side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add-ons for Superflex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth it. That's right. It's going to be well worth it. It is now dynasty time where you have to make decisions about trades, about preparation for the NFL draft. And speaking of preparation for the NFL draft, the news desk has you covered with all that you need to know about the most trending topics for players. Go to playerprofiler.com slash news, and you will get the most up-to-date news about the players that we have here featured on Player Profiler. You can also search players. Like That's the cool thing about Player Profiler. You can just go to playerprofiler.com, search the player that you want to find some information about, and then you get all that data, that information, just for free. And also included for free is you can click on the news and media portion and you can find sorted by most recent news what is happening with this player. So check out playerprofiler.com slash news. It gives you a nice little feed. I recommend that you bookmark it if it's on your phone or your tablet or wherever. And it's free. The the, <laughs> the feed is free. It's great. It's wonderful. Check it out. The, the writers and content creators on the news desk have been absolutely crushing it. Make sure you are subscribed to the Player Profiler News channel on YouTube. Subscribe. Smash the subscribe button, especially if you like the content and you find it helpful. Crush the subscribe button here at Player Profiler News. The second piece of news for tonight is that it's been a couple days, but I don't know if it's been touched on in the Player Profiler today, Ether. It's that Jimmy Garoppolo was suspended for performance-enhancing drugs. And this is a big deal on a couple accounts. Number one, is this... <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be on the Raiders anymore uh, already. Uh, we thought that he might be a cut candidate, but there was some guaranteed money to Jimmy Garoppolo in 2024. However, there is language in his contract which can void ma the majority of or almost all of his guaranteed money in 2024 if he tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs. 
What does that mean? Some team's going to get a really handsome backup. <laughs> Some team's going to get a, a Jimmy G Q as their backup quarterback. And I think Garoppolo could be just fine as a, a Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew type can step in or be a bridge quarterback somewhere. I think that is the appropriate pathway for a Jimmy Garoppolo who does struggle with accuracy issues, but can manage a game. And we've seen him get to a Super Bowl in a system, sure, but he doesn't bring anything special. However, this is the type of veteran backup that teams want to sign or to pair with their rookie quarterback. You could see you could see some of the teams that are drafting near the top. You could see a, a reunion in New England. You could see Washington bringing in Garoppolo as a backup. You could see uh, the Chicago Bears bringing him in. You could see uh, a whole host of those, or the Minnesota Vikings bringing in Garoppolo as a backup. The reality is, is, that he is on his way out of Las Vegas. That leaves Aiden O'Connell and Brian Hoyer. <laughs> Saying Nation's alum, Super Bowl champion, Brian Hoyer. Don't put any disrespect on his name. What does this mean for the Raiders? They're also going to probably be looking for a quarterback. Aiden O'Connell played admirably, but I do not anticipate that O'Connell will be the starting quarterback for the Raiders. There's no reports yet. There's no beat writer. This is my opinion about this situation, that Aiden O'Connell will most likely not be the starting quarterback for the Raiders in 2024. Now, if you don't believe me, if you say, Bradley, I have a different feeling about this, or there's reports that I'm not seeing, share them with me, please. I, this is a community that tries to help each other, right? So ultimately, I think that the Raiders are going to be targeting a quarterback. And one of the reasons why I think so is we're already hearing the rumors of Justin Fields as being tied to the Raiders. Could you see a second round pick from the Raiders and maybe a fifth round pick go to Chicago? in exchange for Justin Fields. Possibly. I I don't I don't know if that's a great roster decision or general manager decision in acquiring Justin Fields. I don't know. But what I do know is that we've heard rumblings that the Raiders are interested in a veteran quarterback, whether it's Fields, whether it ends up being Russell Wilson, maybe it's Ryan Tannehill. Those are the types of quarterbacks that would fit the veteran search for a Raiders team that is in quarterback limbo. O'Connell was not excellent. He did not earn the job for 2024. There is doubt about O'Connell's position going into this season. So we will see how the Raiders affect it, but the news is that Garoppolo is not returning and he's going to be a nice little backup somewhere else. So if you're in your super flex leagues and you're drafting right now, let's say you're on the FFPC and use promo code underworld to get $25 off your first league. If you're going into these way too early super flex drafts and you are looking for a backup quarterback, Garoppolo is on that in that tier of Brissett and Gardner Minshew that you should be targeting in those deep leagues. All right, so we've hit on Jimmy Garoppolo being suspended. 
and the the fallout from that. We've hit on Calvin Ridley, and we've also we, we're going to talk about Russell Wilson a little bit. Russell Wilson. This is the first time. If you go to playerprofiler.com/news, you can so, scroll down the feed. And you'll look at the Denver Broncos, and we have a news item there, which is a change of tune regarding the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. Because previously, during the season, reports are they're going to cut him. The Broncos are going to move on from Russell Wilson. This is going to be bad news for Russ. But this is the first time that we are starting to hear some rumblings of Denver actually considering having Russ return to Denver. It's bizarre. It's like, wait a minute. Didn't we just like go through this whole dance? Didn't we just go through this whole thing where we thought, "Oh man, Denver is moving on. Who are they going to draft?" blah blah blah. No. Instead, Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos are keeping their options open about Russell Wilson. How is this even possible? After all the song and dance and all the blah, 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 the, you get the, the Jared Stidham gives us a better chance to win, blah, blah, blah. Was he just punishing Russ? Was he just trying to put him in his place? Or was this a short-sighted decision that now they look at how the landscape of drafting a quarterback or targeting one in free agency did did one of them disappear and we didn't know about it there isn't anything to indicate to us that the situation for russell wilson has changed or did russell wilson apologize behind the doors to sean payton for something offensive that happened i i don't know like there there's a lot we don't know about the situation but what we do know is the reports that denver is actually considering him returning it's wild after all the song and dance and everything like I, I still am not convinced that Denver is run a well-run organization like John Elway. Yes, they fired, but like who have they hit on lately? Like Marvin Mims? No, they didn't hit on Marvin Mims. Javante Williams hasn't played well. Greg Dolchich has been thrown by the wayside. Cortland Sutton hasn't been great. The, the defensive side, Sertan is really good. But but who else? So we're talking about a Denver team that is cobbled together, and there's at the center of this cobbled together team is just absolute dysfunction, just absolute dysfunction. I'm drafting Russell Wilson in the as the quarterback three in these way too early drafts. I'm okay with it. I want to find out where he lands. Uh, it, but I think the only way this blows up in in our faces is if Russ doesn't play. If he doesn't sign anywhere, which would be just bizarre that Denver would hold on to him and not and not let him play. And I don't think Russ gets boxed out if Denver cuts him. But this is the first time that we're hearing that Russell Wilson is possibly going to come back to Denver. What would that even look like for for Russ to put the Broncos helmet back on? I don't know. Maybe it's a tactic. It's possibly a tactic by the Denver Broncos to try to drive up his, his value. But nevertheless, I'm, I'm really concerned that the, the Broncos just continue to bungle these situations. They make one of the worst trades in history. They hire the just terrible head coaches and their personnel is not good. 
all of the mess and mistakes will continue to perpetuate until there's a change in ownership, frankly, because that's where it comes down from. The GMs have been changed. The coaches have been changed. Ultimately, this is an owner issue. So, yeah, this is this is a problem. Denver is actually considering. Denver is actually considering that he comes back. Okay. The last piece is, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This is going to be very short. Ramondre Stevenson was recently interviewed, and he was asked about his role on the Patriots for 2024. And Ramondre's season was cut short by injury and some ineffective play, and the, the Patriots were not good overall, so there were limited touchdown opportunities, et cetera, et cetera. But when asked about his role, Ramondre Stevenson came out and said, I want to be the the featured back for the Patriots, which is great. Lay out a claim, make a statement. We'll see if Ezekiel Elliott is going to return to the Patriots. He had a nice role in spelling Ramondre throughout the season. However, it was clear that Zeke's existence was capping the ceiling for Ramondre Stevenson in terms of volume and goal line work. Given Zeke's ability to pass block very well one of the better pass blockers among running backs and he can catch the ball admirably out of the backfield he's a reliable pass catcher and he can get you three and a half yards per carry he's not going to go negative he's a north south runner and he's mostly going to go north he doesn't have the burst uh anymore he doesn't he what had one carry for more than 20 yards this past season like it was pretty atrocious uh but Ramondre there were some fancy answers last season who were saying Ramondre RB1 overall. I could never get behind that. And I was pushing back on those, those narratives. Uh, but he does have a skill set that is very interesting and is getting discounted this offseason. He's going as running back 21 at the end of the sixth round, beginning of the seventh round. Ramondre Stevenson, a perfect, perfect zero RB candidate for you zero RB drafters. Go draft some Ramondre Stevenson. He's going to be back in New England. Things couldn't be much worse than what they were in New England last year when essentially Belichick had given up and Zeke was there and the offense was terrible and it just cleaned house. The Patriots could still be bad or they could be the Houston Texans of 2023 right? There's, there is a wide range of what could possibly happen with regard to the Patriots, but that's why you got to take shots on these types of players that are discounted significantly because of very bad situations in the previous season. It's not like Ramondre got noticeably worse, right? So we want to be targeting these types of players, including Ramondre Stevenson. All right, guys, it's been great. If you like the content, you found this helpful, smash the subscribe button on YouTube. It's been great hanging out with you tonight. Check out the Player Profiler channel at 8 p.m. My friend Edward DeLauder and I are going to be drafting on the big board at 8 p.m. on the main channel. So check it out on Stack Hunters. Until next time, everyone, good luck in Fancy Football Streets. From the Podfather to you, I deeply appreciate you tuning in. And many ask, what can I do? What can I do to help support the host, the research they do, the production costs? Go to playerprofiler.com, Dynasty Deluxe, World Famous Draft Kit, Rankings, DFS Dominator, and of course, Data Analysis. Subscribe to any one of those, and you support all of us, and take Player Profiler to the moon.